We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We find him on the Great Midwest Bank hotline, and we find him on the score 670 in Chicago, a longtime baseball beat, Bruce Levine. And my friend, hey, Bruce, thanks for the time. Good morning, Tim. Happy New Year to you and uh, your listeners and everybody at uh, the station. Uh, hopefully 2021 will be a more positive one for all of us. Agreed, agreed, and agreed again. And now we look at, uh, well, first let's get to just the world of baseball here. I was just talking about the financial challenges that are, you know, with everybody. It's, it's all business. It's, it's, it's our business, uh, our parent company. I mean, we all have them. Baseball, your thoughts here, because I'm seeing some indicators and some offers and some accepted offers already that make me a little nervous, uh, number one, about the Brewers, because that's where I live, but number two, about the, the, the game itself, Major League Baseball. Well, right now, you know, again, we're in the same boat. Uh, if you're sitting on uh, the owner's side of this or the player's side of this, they're still in the same boat that they were in uh, last when they were negotiating uh, how the players would get paid, how much they would get paid, how many games were going to be played, uh, the great unknown of fans and stands. We're right back uh, in that same mode. So uh, when people look at the uh, 2021 season right now, uh, even though inoculations are being taken, uh, taken place, vaccines are, are out there, uh, we don't know how that's going to impact uh, uh, the society or baseball and the players uh, in particular uh, going forward. So uh, there's a tremendous amount of revenue unknown uh, that's being fought over between the players and the owners. And therefore, what you mentioned, Tim, coming into this segment is uh, being impacted. Uh, players uh, don't know whether to sign for a low ball offer or uh, go ahead and, and take those offers. It might be better than the ones that, come up in January, February, March, and maybe into April, depending on when baseball starts this year. From all of that, um, it's still the great unknown, even though we got 60 games in last year. Uh, nobody has any idea about rules, regulations, fans and stands, revenues going into this season right now. You know, it, in a way, it's understandable uh, from from one perspective that you know, with no fans in the stands, these these major league clubs that are so fan dependent, and and Milwaukee's one of them, obviously, upwards of you know forty forty five percent of their revenue comes from the fan base. But it, it, I mean, everybody depends on the fans. The game itself depends on the fans, and if fans aren't there, well, then from that perspective, I, you know, I understand it from the business side of things. The other side is what I hear in these parts is Mark Adonacio needs to dip into his slush fund and, you know, his escalation of worth and value of his organization and really bite the bullet himself. It's a tough proposition. It really is. It, it puts the fans right in the middle. It puts the owners and the players pitted against each other. I just hope we learned over those bitter negotiations last spring 
going into this season. Do you think that's going to happen, Tony Clark, uh, as, as the PA rep and lead negotiator for Major League Baseball? Do you think they've learned from last year? No, not at all. I, I don't see it. Uh, I mean, I, I just don't see cooperation on either side to uh, come up with uh, variables of what players would make, uh, what owners would uh, make, uh, how they would divvy up uh, the pod at the end in the, if another playoff season occurs in 2021, uh, expanded playoffs, new rules again, old rules. Uh, I, I just don't see it. I, I think baseball always continues to shoot themselves in the foot because you have the strongest union in sports in baseball, and you have uh, owners who are standing firm trying to get what they've been trying to get for the last 30 years, and that is a salary cap in the game of baseball so that they can uh, know exactly how much players are going to make. In the NBA, the NHL, NFL, you you have that where you have salary caps and they get, the players get X amount of certain revenues and the rest is all in the the owner's pockets. Uh, That is not in baseball. So you have this, uh, these two independent giants, the players association in baseball and the owners of Major League Baseball going head-to-head with a lot of strength and authority uh, every year. You know, again, from the players' side, they are not only the, um, the workers, but they are the product, okay? They're the stars of the game, and they're the workers. That's a unique situation in sports that you don't have in other real unions or associations of uh, people that work together mm-hmm. because um, they are two... There are two very unique things when it comes to the game. Without those players, you don't have a game. Um, yeah, they can get other players to come in, but everybody wants to see the best players in the game. So it, it is, and it will continue to be, ugly unless uh, there's a, uh, a lockout after 2021, a long delay of the game uh, being played on the field, and uh, and, and a uh, uh, some type of... Uh, formulation of a salary cap put in uh, by the owners and and i think the uh, again we're talking with bruce levine 670 the score longtime baseball beat in chicago and, and and i think it 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 was well stated there because a, a business like harley davidson well the bike is the product in major league mm-hmm. baseball the product is the man playing right. the game and that that really is a unique situation to be in it's just <laughs> and i just hope it's not as ugly as it was last year. And I just, being well, an optimist here. and trying to smile, man, I hope it's not. Tim, here, here's the lesson that you talk about, which is so valuable for both sides to learn. Baseball fans in 2020 learned how to watch the game without going to the ballpark, okay? They were trained in 2020 not to go. Do you want that philosophy to be able to continue, do you want to do you want to irritate those fans who mm-hmm. have been trained not to go by a whole season of not going to the ballpark and just continue to watch the games on TV and radio? Yeah, you want high ratings. You want to be able to have advertisers uh, buying your product if you're a Major League Baseball team. Uh, the players want to make a lot of money, but uh, you know you you are really tempting fate by daring the fans to get uh, upset with you one more time and say, you know what, um, I'm not going to go to the uh, Cub uh, Brewery game. I'm going to sit at home, watch it, sit in the backyard like I did in 2020, 
and uh, the heck with it. I'll, I'll have my, my hot dogs and my bratwurst here. I'll have my beer and my Diet Coke here, and I'm not going to battle traffic. Uh, you are training me not to go to the ballpark. That is one fear that I have for Major League Baseball uh, while they're doing this, that they are ignoring, again, what they found out to be the most essential part of their game, and that is without fan participation and involvement, you have nothing. That is that is just such a challenge, and it's it's, it's I'm fascinated with with what's going to happen here. Let's get a little bit closer to home. A couple of uh, more things here, Bruce. Um, and if it's too close to home, I understand it. And the only reason I ask is because we're both in the industry, uh, and that is Len Casper. Casper moving out of the TV booth for the Chicago Cubs to go over uh, to the South Side into the radio booth for the Chicago White Sox, and I can't. I can't say, and I've talked to Len uh, a, a couple of times over the years. I, who knows what, what turns him on? And, and we, it's all perspective of that individual. Maybe, it, like he said, I read his quotes. He said, hey, man, that's, that's my deal. I want to do a World Series, and I've always wanted to do baseball on the radio. Okay, fair enough. But was that, I just have to ask, was that a money deal? And that would lead into the next question, the Darvish deal as well. But was that a money deal with Casper? with the Chicago wow. Cubs, because that's a great gig there, TV for the Cubs. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is a fantastic job, and somebody's going to be uh, lucky enough to get that job, which is tremendously high-profile high and, and high-paying. As a matter of fact, uh, the Cubs offered him even more money uh, once they got wind of um, him wanting to uh, go to the White Sox and do radio uh, to stay. So they, they countered it right away. Uh, he, it's, it, it was more, you know, he's on TV, he's going to make twice, you know, or radio, he's going to make uh, half as much money. But uh, Len has decided, and, you know, Len's a friend of mine, that uh, the art form of radio is something he's always wanted to do. Um, he had this opportunity to stay in Chicago and uh, do this job, and therefore he was putting money second in what he wanted to do first. He always talked about how Ernie Harwell the great Hall of Fame announcer, a good friend of his and mine, was uh, was indeed uh, the um, uh, his the, what he wanted to do. Um, television came along because of Len's great talent, and it took him away. Now he wants to go back to doing radio, and probably would want to end it, uh, the next twenty years uh, doing White Sox radio. But he will continue to do television. He'll do up to twenty five games along with Jason Benetti. When uh, Steve Stone is uh, uh, off, he has 25 days off every year, and they'll work together on that. So it won't be all over with uh, from that perspective uh, uh, for his uh, TV career. Yeah, I, I do love radio, obviously, and, and, and he, he must also. He'll never remember this, Bruce, but we both uh, worked together. I was sports director at a little station in Kenosha, and he was covering some Brewer games. I think he was in college or just out of college. <laughs> He'd never, mm-hmm. never remember that. But, hey, man, that dude worked for me. That, that guy, because I was sports director, allegedly. Anyway, uh, let's get to yeah. uh, just, um, just one thing on, on the Darvish deal. Uh, with with uh, Theo out, which did surprise me, by the way. But Jed in, now he, makes, he swings this deal, prospects. Is, does this scream to Cub fans? Uh, that a rebuild is on its way here, or is this a money thing? Uh, I think you can make a uh, case for all of that. 
I think that Mr. Ricketts, at the end of the year, Tom Ricketts, the owner uh, of the Cubs and the chairman of the board of the Cubs, pointed out to me in an interview that um, the Cubs need to do a better job of developing young players in the organization, that uh, the Golden Goose just can't keep uh, feeding them by $250 million payrolls. That's not the way they want to have sustained success. So there was a mandate uh, to Epstein and Hoyer, and Epstein left, of course, in November, and president of baseball operations. Uh, Jed Hoyer picked up uh, the, the mandate from uh, from Ricketts that um, they do things in a different way. They're not throwing $100 million toward their pitching staff like they had over the last uh, six years. That's not going to happen. I'm talking about $100 million per year in, in uh, part of their salary base going to pitching because they had not developed a pitcher in nine years. So it was all players mm-hmm. they traded for, players they signed as free agents, international free agents. That's the only way. So that is, this is a mandate not to, not to be cheap, but to um, do things kind of the way that the, the Brewers and Antonacio, uh, you know, and, and the Brewer front office have gone about, uh, you know, building their teams by uh, developing and, uh, you know, signing players, trading for players, uh, and not spending money, uh, you know, throwing money at free agents all the time. So this is all of those things. It's about different way of using their resources. It's about uh, rebuilding a farm system that's not there. And, it, and it's about just taking a different look at uh, the way that they want to sustain their success going forward. It is going to be a bump in the road. It's going to be difficult, but uh, Tim, you know, in closing with you here, um, what team in the uh, National League Central scares you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, now now's the time to do this. Right. I mean, look, Zach Davies is never going to be uh, you Darvish, but Zach Davies, as you guys know in Milwaukee, he's a good pitcher. Yeah, he's he not is. a great pitcher. He's a good pitcher. He knows how to pitch. He'll take the ball. Um, you know, look at his numbers sometimes. Uh, Brewer fans don't have to. They know that he was a good pitcher. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, they won't have an awful rotation, but I don't see, uh, I don't see them uh, any dominant team in the National League Central. Now, that might change if uh, St. Louis goes out and gets two offensive weapons to go along with their good pitching staff. But um, it's, a, it's a winnable division for anybody in the National League Central. Well, Bruce, I want to wish you a happy new year and, and certainly look forward to uh, many more baseball conversations uh, in 2021. Same back to you, Tim. Always a pleasure being with you. Happy New Year to you and all the Milwaukee great fans up there. What a great fan base. What a great uh, organization. And uh, I, uh, I hope we have uh, baseball where fans can be in the stands all year long and we can have that great rivalry with the Cubs and Brewers keeping uh, going on with fans out there. Thanks again. Have a great year. You got it. There he is, Bruce Levine on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe. And let Great Midwest Bank help you experience the state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.